Hello there, this is Ed Hill. Welcome to the Memphis Home Maintenance Show. We're so glad you joined us today. We're going to talk today about contractor craziness. <laughs> oh man, listen, I've, I've heard some stories uh, when I've gone out to homes and it will almost always be a little old lady and she's uh, given her money to a contractor and he never came back, you know, and that kind of thing. So that's the kind of thing we're trying to avoid for sure. So I have some suggestions for you today to avoid contractor craziness. Like, um, for example, you think you're getting one type of work done and they do something else. And the way you get there is usually with some kind of verbal agreement and a handshake or, you know, something written on a napkin and handed to you. That's That just... It spells disaster for the contractor sometimes and, and for the homeowner many times. So today we want to look at how to avoid contractor craziness. Now, I have something here in front of me, and um, as I've mentioned before, in full disclosure, we're not hiding this, I'm Senior Consultant with Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee. We can help you on the top side of your home, that's the roof, with replacement and repairs. We can help you on the outside of your home, that's your exterior, uh, like gutters and painting and that kind of thing, and on the inside of the home with some uh, drywall repair and interior painting. If you invite me to give you a bid or to inspect your property, then I will give you a free copy of what I'm working from today but it's called Validate Your Contractor, and I'm indebted to my good friend Austin Fleming with Contractor Consulting Services who created this. I want to give him full credit. All right, basically I'm just going to hit the high spots here because we don't have all day, right? <laughs> so let's get to the point. The most important part of your project, whether it's, it's painting or roofing or you're hiring a plumber or an electrician, maybe having some concrete work done, the most important part is selecting the right type of contractor and the right contractor. But that's not always that easy to do. You need to do some due diligence. And that starts with asking some great questions. Uh, for example, what's the full name and address of that company? I'm telling you, there's more than one contractor working in your area. Now, I'm broadcasting in Memphis. You may live in uh, Spokane, Washington. Uh, I may have listeners in uh, you know, Des Moines. So you, you could live anywhere in the United States, but I guarantee you, in your area, there are contractors that do not have an office. Their office is the, the cab of their pickup truck or maybe the garage at their home. And I'm not putting those people down because many of them are just as dependable and sincere as can be. But here's my point. Um, if they don't have a permanent address, that creates a question mark as to whether they will even complete the work. I would only recommend selecting a contractor 
who's committed to their business so much that they have an office. It doesn't have to be the Taj Mahal, but it should be um, a place where you can find them uh, during the week or their staff working, that kind of thing. Um, hey, does, is that company insured? Now, most companies are smart enough to tell you we're, we're licensed and insured. Great. Make them prove it. <laughs> Make them give you a certificate of insurance. And then what you should do with that is you should call that insurer and find out, hey, are these guys actually currently insured with you? And if you want to nail it down even more, you can have, um, like when you sign a contract, so forth, you can have your name put on that insurance certificate so there's no doubt that not only is that company insured, but, um, you know, basically you're, you're covered for your project. Now, that would be a, a good idea to do that. And, and do they have enough coverage? Now, you you will have contractors who would get a bare minimum. That's better than nothing. But do they have more than adequate coverage? Do they have workers' comp coverage? What happens if somebody gets injured on your property? That could be a huge deal. But most insurance policies, if you're using a licensed and properly insured contractor, your insurance company will stand behind you if they had to. But if you're using an unlicensed or uninsured contractor, that pretty much is an exit ramp for, uh, for your insurance company where they do not necessarily have to back you if someone gets hurt. But the point here is if you're dealing with a, a real contractor with real adequate coverage, uh, both on general liability and workers' comp, there, there should never be a need to really involve your insurance company. So, hey, look out for yourself on that. Now, let me tell you about something that happens sometimes, and I think this can be done by well-meaning contractors, and it can be done by contractors who, who intentionally do it. Either way, it's not good for you. That is, they will hand you a certificate of insurance, but... You know, yeah, they started it, but it lapsed three months ago. They don't actually now have that coverage. That happens, and it happens to people with the best of intentions, but they get behind. What I would recommend is you call that insurer because it'll be listed on that certificate and say, hey, does this company actually have a policy with you? Is it in force right now? Are they up to date? And you can find that out. Now, another uh thing that I would recommend highly is only use a state licensed contractor. Now, you know, we're, we're broadcasting this nationally. I don't know what the laws are in your area, but I'm just saying if your state has a uh, state licensing procedure for roofers or painters, you know, I'm sure they do for plumbers and electricians, that kind of thing. If you're using a contractor and your state has a licensing procedure for that, make sure that they actually hold a state license. Um, that would mean that the owner of that company had to pass a state exam. They have to know what they're doing. If your contractors only hold a local business license, then, you know, for, I don't know, a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks, whatever it might be, they can get a local business license and bam, they're in business. How do you know you're not their first job? 
how do you know they haven't botched every other job they've done before they get to yours? Well, you, you don't know that. So I would recommend using a state licensed contractor. Um, how long have they been in business in your area? If, if they're a startup company, they should be honest enough to tell you that and maybe give you a, a really good deal, a bargain on the job in order to get it going. And let me tell you, with a sincere contractor who's a startup and they know what they're doing, they're just going to do a, a jam-up job for you because they, they, they want and need that validation from you and their first few customers. And, and we're not putting that down. There's nothing wrong with that. And you may want to help somebody who is starting their business. But, you know, I would also point out this is your home. You get one chance, baby, to get this right. So be sure who you're hiring. How long have they been doing work in your area? Do they have a, a list of... Uh, of customers that you can call or you can drive by, like if it's a roof, you can drive by and observe the the work that was done or maybe some work that is currently being done for somebody else. You could see that. Or, you know, how many paint jobs have they done in your zip code, that kind of thing. So uh, don't be afraid to ask if they're the right kind of company. They'll, they'll understand. They won't resent that, and they'll do everything possible to give you um, uh, real live references that you can interact with. Um, another way you can do that is, is it should be an accredited member business of your local Better Business Bureau. Now, for example, the, the roof company that I work with, Masters Roofing, is a BBB A-plus accredited member business, and we've been that since um, 2010, I believe is the year. So naturally, we have just tons of uh, customer reviews on on the site there uh, in the Memphis area. Uh, I helped someone with their roof uh, project here, signed them up this week, and they had already checked us out. And they said it was it was very impressive to read nearly. I think right now, if, when I'm recording this, it's 189. Now we've built like. I don't know, 7,000, we have 7,000 customers. So, um, you know, when you, we have more reviews on the local BBB probably than the next 10 roof companies all put together. But, I mean, you read those like one after another, just glowing reports, it's, it's pretty neat. So, you know, I wouldn't even consider using a business that is not an accredited member um, of the BBB and is not an A-plus rated company, like especially if you're doing a big project like roofing, is really important. Um, obviously, the same thing needs to be true if you're getting an electrician, a plumber. You know, that's, that's just common sense. That's, that's good advice. Now, um, another thing you can do is look at the scope of work. And by the way, if, if you want a... a uh, a transcript of this podcast. I should have mentioned this earlier. If you want a transcript, write really fast. All right, now, uh, look at the scope of work. I'm just kidding you there. But uh, if we give you a bid or we inspect your um, exterior or roof, we'll, we'll bring you a copy of this. But compare the scope of the work and, and know exactly what's going to be done. I mean... 
I got to be honest here. I, I go into homes and sometimes people already have, especially, this is especially true with roofing replacement bids. They've already got some bids and it'll be a, like a price scribbled on a sheet of paper. Um, <laughs> I think we we have even seen some examples where, where it was literally scribbled on a napkin or, you know, something like that. Come on. Um, you know... It, this is an important thing. It is your home. It is an important project. And you need to expect that it is approached in that professional manner. So if you agree on a contract, get a line-by-line itemization of what's going to be done. And listen, what's not going to be done? Don't ask your contractor to do things that are not agreed to on the contract. That's that's not right back toward that contractor. A- agree what will be done, what's not going to be done. You know, you have a copy, they have a copy, and then you can stand out in the yard and just check it off as they eliminate every one of those things, you know, that are, that are supposed to be done and take care of them. Um, what's the estimated time of completion? I'm going to give you a little tip. You can thank me later. If somebody wants to uh, do your roof or your exterior or something like that, you know, a big project, an important project for your home, flooring, whatever it is, um, and they could do it in one hour starting this afternoon, that should raise some questions in your mind. That should be a little red flag that says, whoa, if this company is really good, how come they don't have work lined up, you know, a couple of weeks out? Why are they so readily available? Well, it might be that they're not that good, can't get business, and they're desperate. Watch out. I mean, normally with a with a good professional company and a, a very large project, they will tell you, well, we're, you know, we're one to two to three, you know, four weeks out, whatever it might be. And actually, that's the that's the idea of the full restaurant. You know, when you're you've heard it before. But when you're new to a town, uh, maybe you're visiting a town, you want to know where a good place to eat is. And I've literally seen this. It's an amazing thing. You can see like two restaurants that appear to be the same type of restaurant. One, the parking lot. I mean, there's nowhere to park there. So many people are going there. Well, right across the street is the same kind of restaurant. Nobody's there. And I'm telling you, there's a reason for that. The the locals know, hey, this place is really good. That place over there, not so much. Same idea here. If you've got a contractor that can start in five minutes, that should make you uneasy. That just doesn't feel right. Does, it, does that make sense to you? Of course it doesn't. So, but anyway, what, it, what is the estimated time of completion? Um, I'll just use what we do in roof replacement. On most homes, we use professional crews, not random people that we hire that day somewhere at a supply store. We know the crews we work with, there's no drama, we know what to expect, and we know the pace at which they work. So for most homes, a roof tear-off and replacement, the average home can usually be done usually in one day, maybe a day and a half. Now some larger roofs, that might literally take a day and a half to two days. You should have a basic idea. 
Um, if, if you're, for example, getting a roof done and somebody tells you, well, I don't know, you know, it might get started Tuesday or maybe next Friday. And I don't know, it could take like the whole week. Just find somebody else. Okay. There needs to be specificity. You need to know, um, you know, within a reasonable time frame when they can do it and about how long it will take. That's just, again, all of this here is just common sense. Um, what type of material is going to be used on that written contract? It, it should all be laid out. There shouldn't be any questions. And I'm going to tell you, for, for you folks who are really keen on getting a, the best price, a cheap price, the low price, most of us have lived long enough that we know, and I'm trying to remember how this saying goes, the sweetness of a low price. Let's see. Um, the bitterness of a bad deal long outlasts the sweetness of a low price. Or let's see, the bitterness of poor quality long outlasts the sweetness of a low price. If people are giving you rock-bottom prices and undercutting everybody, they probably are not insured. They don't have the overhead of an office, and therefore, if you need to find them, good luck. And they're using rock-bottom bargain basement materials from shingles to underlayment. Uh, and I'm speaking in terms of roofing. And that would be true on any other type of work that would be done. If if somebody's pricing is so out of line with other prices you have, you should just eliminate that bid. There's a reason it's that low. And you're going to find out what it is after the work is done, which is too late. So watch out. Make sure the type of materials are, um, you know, standard to upgraded and not some cheap discount type material. You know, what's the payment schedule when this person paints your home or they install the gutters or they they replace your driveway? When are, when are they to be paid? The day they're completed? Are they going to send you an invoice in the mail? Do you need to go to their office and pay them? How's that going to be done? And what's the amount going to be? It should all be written down, and you should have a copy. Um, do they provide written warranties? Most companies, when you're paid in full, will provide you with a, a written labor warranty, and depending on what the project is, a, a written material warranty. So you know what the manufacturer warrants and, and what the labor warranty is. It should be written like, oh, no, you know, if it's all fine. If you have a problem, call us. It should be written down. And uh, does a company have job site supervision and quality control? You know, do they actually have a crew leader in charge of that crew? Or is it really just a bunch of random day laborers who are hired one by one, don't need know each other, just told to show up somewhere and throw some shingles on a roof or throw some paint on your siding? Is somebody in charge? Is there a field manager, a project manager over that whole thing? Is there a, a consultant like myself that if there's some problem that that really needs to be resolved that you can get a hold of? Is there an office that you can call the owner? Does the office have an administrative staff like secretaries and uh, managers to make sure your project is handled professionally? 
That's the kind of contractor you want. I, I don't care if it's a plumber or, um, you know, you're having, uh, uh, you know, porcelain tile installed on your ceiling or something. You should use companies that are real companies and have supervision. They have a plan, and you'll be way more satisfied with the result at the end than you will um, using a cheap uh, you know, cheap price, somebody that doesn't have an office, you don't know where to find them later if there's a problem, no written warranties, some skimpy little, quote, contract with a price on it that doesn't specify anything. Listen, don't sign up for that. Uh, don't be pressured into things. If it's legitimate, they won't be afraid for you to check them out. Thanks so much for listening today. If we can help you with a roof inspection, a roof bid, paint bid, gutter bids, whatever it might be, call me directly, Ed Hill, Senior Consultant, Masters Roofing, Memphis, Tennessee. And as I said, if you request a bid or an inspection, we will provide you with a beautiful copy of what we've gone over today. So thanks so much for listening. Give me a call, 901-359-4165. Have a great day. God bless.